I want to tell you about a podcast you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. The latest season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and it busts common myths about special education. As a parent myself of a child who's had an IEP since kindergarten and he's now a 10th grader, I know how confusing, overwhelming, frustrating, sometimes daunting the whole process can be. I checked out an episode of Understood Explains called The Difference Between IEPs and 504 Plans. And what I love about it is how easily Juliana explains everything. She answers common questions that probably every parent or caregiver has. She dispels myths and is concise and to the point. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. And there's a direct link in the show notes if you need it. I'm really comfortable right now because I, I know that what I do is really good, but I know that what I want is something different. You're listening to Make Some Noise Podcast, episode number 532. Welcome to Make Some Noise Podcast, your guide for strategies, tools, and insight to empower yourself. I'm your host, Andrea Owen, global speaker, entrepreneur, life coach since 2007, and author of three books that have been translated into 18 languages and are available in 22 countries. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a lesson that will help you maximize unshakable confidence, master resilience, and make some noise in your life. You ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I have something exciting planned for you today. For your listening pleasure, something we haven't done in so long, and that is bring you a coaching episode, which I plan on bringing back the last half of this year, slowly but surely, but for sure into the last part of the year, we're going to have some more coaching episodes on here for you. And this isn't one that was originally planned for the podcast. It's a little bit different, so I'll, I'll do a little introduction to get you prepared as to what the topic is. I wanted to bring you a client with a topic that I thought you could relate to. We've had all sorts of them on the show, most of them dealing with things like uh, relationships, having hard conversations, boundaries, upper limit problems, lots of things around fear, which you'll hear in this episode too. But before I get that set up, I wanted to make sure that you know that speaking of coaching, I do have one spot open this summer for private coaching with me. So if you think that might be something that you're interested, whether you know you're interested now or after you listen to this episode, head on over to andreaowen.com slash coaching, and you can read a little bit about what I do. I do consulting as well for a few different areas. And I also take people through something that is deep and transformative, and that is called The Daring Way. If you are not sure about any of those, but you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're like, I don't know, but I do know that I'm pretty sure I want guidance and support from Andrea. Take a shortcut, head over to andreaowen.com slash apply. Even sometimes just filling out that application can be helpful for you to figure out what it is that you're looking for, like what kind of results that you want. And we will send you in the right direction, whether it is having a conversation with me or something else. So that's where you can learn all about that. 
And let me let me set this up for you today. So my client uh, is Amy. She, she's obviously given given permission to to air this show. And what happens when I have a coaching client, whether they're just coming on for a single session or whether they're coming on for many sessions, of course, they fill out an intake form. I want to know what it is that they're looking for, like which direction are we going? What's our North Star here? I should also mention that many years ago, Amy was my client, but I, I hadn't spoken to her in, in a long time. So I, I do know her a little bit, and, and we do jump right in. I'm going to read a couple of questions that I asked on this intake form and then read you her answers so you can get a gist and uh, we can set this whole thing up. At the very end... I will also give you an update that she had given me. So we won't leave you hanging. We won't leave you wondering what happened. The last thing I want to mention is we definitely, I I do think that you'll hear parts of yourself in this conversation that I have with her. She, in essence, had sort of been stuck and spinning in her own thoughts and, and a little bit of overwhelm, which I'm sure you can relate to. And you'll also hear us really get into the nitty gritty towards the end about the tasks that she and I both came up with in order to achieve her goals. And I thought about taking it out and I'm like, ah, you know, does everybody need to hear this? This is a a little bit boring, but I do want you to hear just how granular we can get in these particular coaching sessions. And I always say, I want my clients to have whatever support it is that they need for me. And sometimes that means getting really granular. So, Here's the first question that I asked her in her intake. I said, what are you facing right now that needs your immediate focus or resolution? And she said, I'm working towards departing my current employer and finding a new job, working through the fears of being uncomfortable as I start this transition. And then I ask, what is standing between where you are now and the person you want to be? And her answer was fear which is by far the biggest issue I face, fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear of disappointment, and the fear of failure, which you will hear, we will address all of those things. I go on to ask, what things or thoughts are you attached to that get in the way of you having what you want? And she says, I am not good enough. I am too old. I am out of my prime. And I don't have what it takes anymore to be successful. Can anyone relate to that? Raise his hand over here. All right. And then one of the most important questions that I ask as a coach is what would be the best thing you can imagine having as a result of our session together? And she says, a plan of some type to put into place to start achieving my goals. And that, my friends, is what we accomplish. So without further ado, here is my coaching session with Amy. The first thing I always want to ask people is, do you still want to work on the same thing that you talked about? Or do you need me to read it to you? No, I think so. I think the 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 broad thing of everything is I'm like in that midlife. It's not a crisis, but mm-hmm. like this midlife challenge of just trying to figure out what I want to do specifically career wise. I think I have like a little bit of the rest of my life kind of sorted, but I'm I'm in a funky spot in my career. And then um, you had said, because the question I focus on the most is, because we just have the one session, like, what do you want to walk away with? And you said a plan of some type to put into place to start achieving my goals. That's that's a great way to, yeah, I'm a, okay. I did well. That's okay, a good. good. A plus. <laughs> I think specifically, I'm curious about 
because you said that your fear is bigger than your courage right now. So can you say a little bit more than that and also specify if there are steps that you know that you could take that you haven't done yet? Okay. It's specifically in the role that I'm in and specifically what I've done. I've done the same thing my whole life, basically since I was in my 20s. And I just climbed a, a very quick ladder to where I am today. And I had exposure for two years to a very high profile CEO that I supported that gave me a look into other things that I could do okay. that I actually kind of fell in love with. The thing, the, the fear part of it is it would mean a career change. Uh-huh. It would mean getting really uncomfortable. Um, it would mean that, and I'll, there's a lot of doubt that I can do it that comes into my head. So the the fear, it's just... I'm really comfortable right now because I, I know that what I do is really good, but I know that what I want is something different. Okay. And like, what is, like, tell me what is like worst case scenario? Failure. I don't do good at failure. I, okay. I'm, I'm worst case is I get uncomfortable. I do it. I fail. And then what? So you mean like you, you switch careers, you get into this new position and then you fail at it. Yeah. And then you're not going to know what to do. Yeah. And then I can back where I'm at. Like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like super likely, what is the likelihood of that happening? Probably. I think I'd be good at it. It's probably 70 or 80%. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard question. Because <laughs> now you're flipping my brain. Um, yeah. The likelihood that I'll fail is probably not very high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not. And then even if you did, you sure there's like, you know, all the feelings that go with that. But then if you failed, like, could you just go back to what you're doing now? Yeah. Okay. I could. I could very easily. Mm -hmm. So now that you've answered those questions, like, where's your head at? I think I, I think I even went into this call after the last few weeks, knowing that I really want to take the leap and the, and the leap of faith and do it. I think I, I know that I do. Yeah. Um, it's just, you wouldn't have brought this topic if you didn't. Yeah. Just sometimes I, to be 100% real with you, sometimes I just need that kick in the ass. I do. Sorry. Um, I just need to like, and like I said, I, I do well when something like when I'm given the challenge, then I'm good. Like, okay, you give me the challenge to do this. Then I do it. I don't do well giving myself challenges. It's kind of weird. Okay. Well, I like, I'm kind of torn between um, heading in the direction of asking you questions in terms of like what action can be taken and how I can hold you accountable. But I also, mm-hmm. something jumped out at me at your intake. And so I'm going to let you choose like which question you want to answer. You said, because when I was asking you about what's standing in the way and you talked more about fear, you said mm-hmm. fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear of disappointment and fear of failure. So it's the disappointment piece for some reason that jumped out at me. So you choose, do you want to talk about that? Cause you think it's important to kind of unpack for a little bit, or do you want to talk about taking action? We can do both. Probably say both, but I think the more taking the action, because I think the disappointment side is that's just, I think I, I take in the fact that I think people will be disappointed in me so I don't put out into the world the things that I want to do because I think that what I'll get back is people being disappointed in me because it's not their expectations of me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's more of unpacking and, and working the other side of it because my head knows the disappointment isn't that big of a deal, but it does fall in there sometimes. It comes in, yeah. it creeps in. 
Well, I mean, for what it's worth, and this, you know, just taking my coaching hat off for a second, I had a, I had a mentor tell me years ago when I was in a similar position as you, and she, and I was afraid of disappointing people, and she said, "You will disappoint people. You can't control that." Right. Somebody's right. going to have expectations of you. Someone's going to have a story of you that they have in their head, and you're going to disappoint them. And as long as you show up with integrity and you are honoring your values and you don't disappoint yourself, yeah. It's true. That's what matters. Okay. Okay. That's very true. Yep. But it still hurts. <laughs> it, it it does because it does hurt because it's one of those things where periodically I do the comparison side of it. I've climbed an amazing ladder and in a role and a job and a career that the majority of my family and my friends don't get. Yeah. And so for me, like all of the successes are awesome and awesome and awesome. And all they see me is as a secretary in EA and it's not even what I do, but I can't get it out there, like verbalize it. And then they're just, you know, like with my family, my sister's perfect. I'm not, you know, that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of stuff comes in. Okay. Yeah. Families are complicated like that. And I, I, that's one of those things that, um, will in some way, shape or form will kind of always be in the background. And it's up to you to just sort of like see it over there, like a really, um, like a piece of furniture that that you don't really like, but like, it's like a family heirloom type of thing where you're like, well, it has to stay here. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tolerate yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Figure, figure out how but- to live with it. And I've been working on that. I've got therapy that I've got going on in the background okay. for, for specifically the that mess, that hot yeah. mess. So yeah. it, it has helped me get to the point where I am today to start making some of these changes. Yeah. Okay. One more question before we start talking about steps you can take. What What excites you about this new career change? It puts me in a place where I can use my voice. Okay. It puts me in a place where I get to use my creativity, my knowledge of the, just like, it's funny because it kind of goes back to like a lifelong childhood dream of what I wanted my job to actually end up being. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, I was given this ability to have exposure to some of that. And it's like, okay, this stuff, this, like this stuff's really kind of cool. Yeah. This stuff's kinda... And okay. so that's what excites me about it. Okay. That sounds rad. <laughs> It's, it's like a it's like a full circle thing, you know how when you go to like those conferences and they're all like, okay, like if you if money and everything wasn't a, wasn't an issue, what is your dream job? Like I've always had the same one, and like it this this runs very parallel to that. Okay, awesome, I love it. So what's next? What's next is you know I need to take the leap of faith. We're actually in the midst of our annual reviews, preparing them, and this is this is my chance to do it. I do have a new um, leader that I fall under who's pushing me hard. And she's, I've talked to her a little bit about this. So she knows that this is probably going to be coming. Um, and so she made the the comment, you know, put it all in, in your, in your view, what your goals are, what your aspirations are. And let's see if we can give you that here. And if we can't, then how do we guide you and help you if it needs to be somewhere else? That's amazing. Yeah. So that's like, like creating a bridge for you. Yeah. I've been here 12 years. Like they, they're trying because they know that I'm in a rut. They know that I'm in a rut. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So it's primed. Yes. Okay. That's amazing. 
And when will that happen? Well, actually, I have to have it done by April 11th. Okay. So, <laughs> so next week or so. Yeah. And then um, how does it work? Like you'll have a meeting with someone with her? Yeah. So what it is, is we go in and have to put in our goals and our aspirations and then also put in there, what are the things that we would like to have to achieve those? So IE in mine is going to be, um, she's, she's opened up to coaching. So I have the ability to have a coach, um, mentor, an internal or an external mentor. You know, she's opened the door to allow me to have that. So I have to list out my goals and objectives and what I would really like to see happen this year. And then I also have to provide the how, like what, what, what can they do to help me get there? Okay. This is like the best case scenario. <laughs> I know it, that's why like, it's like now is the time that I need to take advantage of it. Cause it, yeah. it, it is. Um, but there was a small part of me that was like, I'm just going to put in that I'm good and stay where I'm comfortable. Absolutely. There, <laughs> I, there's that, there was that, there was that sure. little thing where it's like, okay, if I'm going to take this leap, cause then I'm like, okay, what if they think it, what if they, th- what if they think I can't do it? What if they think I'm crazy? What if it's not possible? You know, that's why I was like, okay, I got, yeah. I got to just well, again, like what are the chances of, of that happening, of them thinking that you can't do it and crazy or you're crazy? Not very high. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So basically the universe is like handing over an invitation, like a handwritten invitation to your next steps. Yeah, it kind okay. of is. I'm curious about this, you know, this paperwork and stuff that you have to fill out about your goals, aspirations, and all of the things that they're, they're offering. How do you ask for everything? I don't know. That's a great question. Like my, my suspicion is that you might have a, um, a tendency to like undermine your possibilities when you fill this out, like not ask for too much. Yes. That okay. would you you're you're spot on with that. Okay. Um I think I'm gonna have to be really clear, really concise. I've started to do all my research on this new role, on what it takes, you know, that kind of stuff. And I think I have to put it all out there. I do. It might be lengthy, it might be wordy, but that's okay. I I think I I have to. Because if I because if I don't, I'm going to shortchange myself and shortchange the opportunity that I probably could have. Because I think I have to be very clear on what that looks like. Right, and it, and I'm I'm assuming that this is all up for negotiation. I guess the question becomes like, what would make you really uncomfortable to ask for? And maybe you don't have to be detailed and specific right now if you don't want to. But just mm-hmm. yeah, what would what would feel like like a like a little bit like this might give me diarrhea if I ask for all of this. Yeah, that's probably a good way to look at it for me to put down, I think, and 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 write it all out, because I think that will open up the door to the what it is that I'm looking for. Yeah, I do. Are you already thinking of things that you might put on there that make you uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, there's okay. a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. Specifically. Yeah. And one of them, I mean, to be honest with you, the one that I was it came from her, not to me that I was, I knew I would be uncomfortable asking for was the coaching because in my role and in, I don't know, you might even, you'll probably get this in my role and in corporate America, they, I, I always feel like they coach the wrong person or they don't coach the people at the right time. So like, you're always, you know, you get the CEO or you get the VP role. Now we're going to give you a coach to make you better. And it's like, well, what about when you're growing and going up? Like, why are you not 
getting coached. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to, to Before be you get there. Yeah. And when you start talking executive assistants and stuff like that, we're never offered it in organizations for coaching. So when she said, if you're looking to change roles or get into a higher level of leadership, would you consider a coach? And I'm like, okay, now you're talking my jam here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's speaking my language. Yeah. So, you know, that was probably the most uncomfortable thing. And then the education that I need to ask for to actually elevate myself up because there will have to be some education involved. Okay. So for sure, you're going to ask for coaching. You're going to ask for for training. I'm just going to throw some stuff out there. Just hypothetically, could you ask for a bonus? Could you ask for more time off for X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. I mean, ask for like a wardrobe allowance. Like, I don't know, company car. (laughs) (laughs) Dry cleaning um, expenditure. Like, I don't know. Can I get my my nails done for Christ's sake? On the clock. Yes, I could here. Here, because we've we've formulated such a good, smart working that I have a lot of that. I don't utilize it. I'm not good at that. There's there's yeah. the other part of it that I'm not good at doing stuff for me. I'm do, good at doing stuff for everybody else. Right. So I can definitely put it down that I'm going to need to do X to achieve, you know, whatever the end goal ends up being. Right. And I know that in corporate America, like their main goal is the bottom line of the company. And at the same time, I think maybe it might be great for you to think about things that you need in your life to have happen so that you can feel mm-hmm. your best so that you can do things for other people. Yeah, I do. Like, I know I do. And I think that you're, you know, this, like it, it's the wording is going to be about like, what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it is about you, but in the long run. How do they benefit? Yeah. How do they benefit for me being of sound mind and body at the end right. of the day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I'm really and only I half to... joking about like, you know, wardrobe allowance, bonuses, extra vacation, because <laughs> that makes you be sharp and at your best. It does. And, you know, there's there's things that I'm going to have to ask for for this year. You know, like I turn 50 in October. Just a baby. Just a baby. 50. And I'm, t- I'm one of the things I'm going to ask for is every Friday and every Monday off, because instead of a big 50th party, I want to have special weekends with certain people in my life all month long. So that's what I'm going to like. That's one of the things I know I have to ask for moving forward, depending on, you know, how this all pans out. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to ask for that in, in for the month of yes. October. Yeah. Like that's going to be part of the, that has to be part of the growth plan because that's okay. sealed deliver. That's okay. a no brainer. That's going to go on there. There's definitely been times in my life where my paycheck ran out before I got paid again, and I wish I could have accessed my next paycheck a few days before I was due to get it. Well, what if I told you that can happen with Earnin? Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for anything you need to, therapy visits, rent, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, 
When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Noise Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. Noise Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I've taken several classes with Masterclass on things like communication, entrepreneurship, and storytelling, and absolutely loved everyone because of their caliber of instructors and how concise the classes are. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. You can make new habits with New York Times bestselling author James Clear, improve your physical and mental well-being with leading gut health experts, or build stronger relationships with renowned psychotherapist Esther Perel. She is so amazing. I had gotten curious about how to be a better communicator, so I took the Art of Negotiation class with Chris Voss, and it helped me to do things like read body language, read speech patterns, and so much more, so I can better communicate with who, you ask? My teenagers. (laughs) Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Don't wait another moment to start your learning journey with Masterclass. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Andrea. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Andrea. Masterclass.com slash Andrea. It's interesting to me that you feel super confident asking for that, but are there things that you feel less confident asking for? Probably the pay be interesting. Um, And I would say it's going to be hard for me to ask for them to give me the time to focus on me because I mean, I'm, I'm on 24 hours a day. Our home office is Ireland. I'm in at six 30 every day. So for me to say to you, like, look, five o'clock on Friday or three o'clock on Fridays, I'm out. You know, that that's hard for me to ask for because I feel like I'm taking time from the company. So managing what it looks like to give me the opportunity to do this is probably going to be a big struggle for me because I don't want to let anybody down or not be available for them. Okay. What happens if you're not available for them? Nothing. They go to my backup, my bestie, my work bestie. Nothing happens. It's me. Okay. 110%. It's me. It's me. Well, I'm curious more about that because your body language is signaling some things over there. And so it, it seems to me that you you know logically that they can that they will get help from someone else, yes. mm-hmm. but what? But then it means that I wasn't I let them down like I wasn't there to do whatever it is that they that they needed. And then the other side of it is they had to rely on somebody who I also know is busy. So then I feel bad if she gets asked to do stuff and she's busy too. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, like. Hypothetically speaking, if you need to close your eyes for this, like just I want you to visualize if the tables were turned and you mm-hmm. were in their position mm-hmm. and it was a Friday at three o'clock local time mm-hmm. and they needed something and they've already agreed that you are done at three o'clock and mm-hmm. they and they accept that that's reasonable mm-hmm. when they have to go to your backup. Mm-hmm. What do you think that they're thinking? 
in that moment. Thank goodness she's got the backup and she has it set up and she took care of us. Yeah. Well, she's not available. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the opposite. It's like I actually took care of them and I left and it's okay and they're okay. And it's really not that big of a deal. Right. And then this person, I'm assuming she's a grown up, right? Yep. And she can, she has the ability to set her own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem when she's gone doing it for her. Right. So <laughs> I have no problem. I just hate asking stuff of other people, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing that will be wrong with me taking the time. Yeah, I exactly. And I also don't want to completely step over the fact that when this happens, because I think it's a when, not an if, Yeah, that it, there's going to be some discomfort and it, there might be some growing pains. Uh-huh. It might get a little messy. Probably. They might forget that you're not available and reach out to you. And then you're going to have to do the uncomfortable thing and say, yeah, I'm actually off. I'm actually off. Yeah. Or make sure I just let everybody know or make sure my out office is on. Like, you know, sometimes you got to communicate. Sometimes you got to communicate to the higher ups like 5,000 times before they yeah. get it. But right. It's habits. Yeah. Yep. It is muscle memory. Exactly. But yeah. There's, there's, it, it's, it, look, the world's not going to fall apart. The company's not going to fall apart if I left at three on a Friday. I, I know. know. <laughs> yeah. Writing that down. I'm like, that is so, such a reasonable it's, request. Right. It's not. So, yeah. So that's probably between pay and that. I don't think there's much else that I'm uncomfortable asking. That's why. And this is why I was so glad to be able to talk through this because it opens my brain to realize that I get so stuck in my head. And it's really not that big of a deal. It's really not. Okay. I want you to write that out with a Sharpie on a piece of paper or on a post it. <laughs> And like in quotes, it's really not that big of a deal. Right. Because <laughs> those are your words. It is. Yeah. It's really not. It's not. Yeah. So when <clears throat> when your when these things start to happen and when <clears throat> your brain starts to get a little squirrely, mm-hmm. and you start to feel the people pleasing and the guilt and the fear of disappointment creep in. What can you do for yourself that will sort of stabilize you to come back to this? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, honestly, I, it, it probably seems really kind of like odd or something, but honestly, probably getting a, like, if it comes in pretty hot, heavy, I need to get up and walk away. I need like deep breath. Like, like that literally deep, get up out of your chair and take a walk. I literally have to get up and go for a walk and a deep okay. breath or like, you know, go to the coffee machine, my favorite place in the world. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, I, I know me well enough to know that I, I will, if I sit in the same position and do it, like I've got to get up and I, I would have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how good do you feel about that, that you will actually do that? I set my mind to it. I mean, it's just like with the other posted, if I just put a posted up that says, get up. I mean, I, I can, I can do it. I okay. can do it. Cause I think I'm going to be pretty aware now when it's creeping in. Okay, good. Yeah. So you can kind of tell on yourself. I think so. I think okay. I can. Yeah. Okay. 
would you like, would it be helpful if we chatted about asking for more money? (laughs) I mean, I had a feeling. Yeah, we can. I mean, it's, yeah, we can. Okay. So I have written down that you're going to, you know, ask to get off at three o'clock on Fridays. You already feel good about asking for those days off in October when it's your birthday. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's just say more about it so I can get some more information. I mean, obviously you don't need to give me specifics, but like what's, what's getting in the way. You know, they have taken very good care of me and mm-hmm. I, I am, I am not underpaid in my opinion for the role right now. The role that I would want to do to create, to put together after some research is definitely at a higher scale. Mm-hmm. What comes into that though, is when you look, when you do the research is there's a, there's a, there's an education behind it that I don't have. Okay. So where I go, where I, where I struggle is how do you, how do you go forward and say, this is what I want to put together and like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. And then we start to talk about money and they're like, well, but we got to work you up to it. You don't have the education. You don't have this, even though what I have is 12 years experience here. That's, that's part of what's going to make me do so well in the role. That's where, that's where it's hard. Okay. So just so I'm clear, this this role that you're creating and you're going to talk to them about in a couple of weeks, it's within the company, right? That's where I'm starting. Yes. Okay. okay. But the the career the career path if they can't help me do it here is what I want to do. Okay. So it, you would need to somewhere else or somewhere else or on my own. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So what is I think that what would be beneficial for you is to ahead of time look at any kind of obstacles or kind of pushback that they may give you and be ready for that with rebuttals and negotiations. Okay. Yeah. So what if they said that? Cuz I I mean I I like what you said, you know, you have 12 years experience and that says a lot or like could you get the education and can they pay for it? <laughs> well, you're there. Like those are some options to discuss. Yeah. I think, I think I can have most of the rebuttals. I think the challenge will be, I've been here 12 years and I know how lean we run the company. So coming up with that, like I'm going to have to have pretty good business plan in place. I think I also personally need to say to myself, am I, I content with, if I, if my pay doesn't change and they give me the, all the opportunity, but money, am I willing to do it? What's the answer to that? Selfishly, I would probably say yes, because I would get the experience under my belt and then see what happens in 12 months. Okay. Um, why did you say selfishly? I don't know why I said selfishly. That's interesting. I think because I would, I think because I would realize that I, this probably wouldn't be the place that I would end my career, but this is the place I can get the experience. Okay. Okay. Because re, because it definitely, this role change, this whole career craziness is not about money whatsoever. I just know that it's more than what I make, mm-hmm. but it's really about doing something like I'm at the point in my life. I just want to fill my cup. That's what I want to do. With fulfillment, not necessarily cash. Yep. Yeah. Fulfillment. Okay. and do something good. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's, I think it's a great attitude. You know, it's like fulfillment trumps everything, but also cash is amazing. 
<laughs> I know it is. It is kind of cool. <laughs> Money's also great. Well, I wonder if that could be sort of your starting point and like you can settle into that, but also maybe part of the nego- the negotiation is that you create, you said you'd create a business plan and then mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the negotiation is, and you would pick how much time you would think you would need in order to see some kind of ROI in, from you in this new position. I don't know if it's 90 days, six months, whatever. And then from there, you plan a meeting with them to, to talk about salary negotiations. Because then you'll be do. able, yeah, then you'll be able to to point out the benefits that are happening that yeah. affect the bottom line. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that might be, and that is a more comfortable way for me to go. Yeah. Like I'm, I am definitely more comfortable throwing that in and working that out with them, but yet holding, like I said, holding hard to the part where if it doesn't happen, I know that then in the next 12 months or six months from them or whatever, it's time for me to take the experience I've gained and go elsewhere. Okay. Do you foresee any um, other curveballs that are maybe kind of like tapping you on the shoulder that you haven't said yet? That could come up from their end. Yeah, from anywhere really. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest curveball is putting together a the understanding for the need, and I know they see it, but. Um, and knowing that there's technically kind of sort of this role already at a global level out of Ireland. So I'm formulating it to be more, I'm going at it in the beginning to start small, to do it more centralized. Mm-hmm. And then the goal would be eventually if it opened up or something changed over, it could become a little bit more global. Oh, do you think they know that? No, I don't think so. Not yet. I mean, that sounds like definitely something you should plan to talk about in the meeting, like how this could greatly benefit the company at a much larger scale. Yeah. And add that into the plan. So I guess in in reality, it still looks like it's starting small, but building big. Right. Because again, what the, of course, it sounds like they are a company that really care about the well-being of their people. But at the end of the day, like I'm sure there's like shareholders and, and things like that, that really, really yeah. care about the bottom line. So yes. if you were to walk in and talk about, you know, not only on a more micro level, how it's going to benefit the company, but in X amount of time, how it's going to help on a, on a macro level, like to me, that is worth millions of dollars <laughs> because look at, like you, you basically are creating something for the, like a, a benefit to the company that doesn't exist yet. It exists in other companies, but it does. And we're so far behind the times on this. And like I said, when we had our high profile CEO here for two years, she brought all of this forward and they weren't ready for it. They weren't ready for, for what she had to do. She's no longer with us. She left in December and she's doing great now, but that her 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 vision because being an irish company it's a little bit more modest and so we do, so we are corporate america per se but we're run on like kind of a european irish modesty so we don't boast about ourselves we don't boast about our titles we don't do all that you take a female ceo in the us and they have a tendency to just do it a little different okay so that's where the collision kind of happened and so when i was exposed to her and what can be i know that we need it and I know that we 
should have it, but I know you can't go at this this company like balls to the walls. Like you got you got to do babies. You have got to do baby steps. Okay. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. And are you comfortable creating a plan that looks like that, that like has those baby steps that would be something for them to be able to, to see the benefit of, but also not be intimidated by. Okay. That I I am because again, after being here 12 years, I almost have that formulated in my brain. Like I know what could elevate us slowly, but surely. Okay. This is exciting. Like, I don't, I'm not even like emotionally attached to this company. And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in a good space. I'm sitting in a really good space to do this. It's just knowing how we are here and that we don't, like, I have to go at it a certain way. They don't, we're not title driven. So even our CEO hates it when you call him the CEO. Okay. He's like, call me by my name. Okay. You know, they don't do that. So when you're talking about adding a higher level title to this and then trying to explain it, I have to go at it a certain way. So it doesn't look like I'm being arrogant or anything. It doesn't look like you're being American. <laughs> it doesn't look like I'm being American. It, it, it doesn't, right? And so so it's like it's like formulating all of that is what I really have to take the time to put together. Okay. And do you feel, you, it sounds like you feel confident about it. You're not worried. Okay. No, that part I'm not worried about. Okay. So just to like kind of recap, yeah. So this, so the paperwork's due on April 11th. Yes. Okay. Yep. And do you feel rushed at all in that? Do you need to like create space or time? No, I have, I have a good amount of time already blocked, like for next week okay. to really kind of focus on that. So I don't think I'm without the time. Okay. 
So you are, you, do you feel good about, we talked about like those couple of things that you're going to ask for in terms of, um, you know, asking for some time off, asking for time off at three o'clock on Friday, um, and then creating there's those things. And then you're going to talk about money, but it's going to be, well, tell, like, I don't think I'm, I'm super clear on like what it is. Cause I know we talked about maybe if they pushed back on the money that you would talk about okay, here's how I see this going, or here's, here's some benefits and ROIs I see for X amount of days out, months mm-hmm. out. Can we renegotiate? So like, how are you going to do that? Are you going to just ask for more money and see what they say? Just throw it out. I think I would probably propose based on the research that I've done, what this title, what this role currently would be making and what it, what it includes. I mean, you're starting to talk about getting higher in the organization. So you're talking long-term incentives, short-term incentives, there's bonuses included, there's stock options. And so, you know, I would probably sit down with my husband, who's a little bit more savvy, Mm -hmm. I guess, to say, you know, let's go for this, see what they say. And then, you know, because sometimes asking for things like, you know, a long-term incentive or stock options or something like that is almost easier to get than a a paycheck raise. Right. Okay. All right. Exactly. So, so you're going to work with your husband on all like the nitty gritty of like what to ask for. Yeah. And you feel good that you're just, it's going to be like a list of things and be very specific. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to write that down. So be specific. And then in that report, you're also going to talk about how this can expand. And and, and you said like, you're going to kind of create a business plan for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how to level it up. Okay. And the need, I think, I think the need, you know, you've got your objectives, you've got all that. I think the need and the benefit is the most important thing that I need to, as we talk through this, um, the need and the benefit for this type of role and change with what I want to do. I mean, to your point, I need to make it about them. Mm -hmm. 100%. It's It's about me, but it's about them. Yeah. And then, and the me part is you sort of like paving the way and just, and, Mm -hmm. and creating and more or less coaching them through what that building this mm-hmm. would look like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I totally see you being like the boss of this and it's going to be amazing for them, and it, but it's going to take time. Yeah. I think it is. I think the whole thing is. And some growing pains. Mm-hmm. I'm not the most patient person. I have to be in this. I have yeah. to take a step back. I like instant yeses. Yeah. I know. Don't we all? Um, and I'm assuming you have like research or you can get research of other companies that have done this and like yes. how long it takes, um, possible obstacles. I mean, I don't know if you need to get that granular, but. Need to connect. I, the other thing I would like to do, and I, I might put it as part of my plan is really connect with other companies that have done this and done this successfully. I mean, again, we are so modest and still try to run so entrepreneurial that the need for this, all your CPG, all your big companies, they have this, they have it, they have it. It's just, you know, connecting with others to see kind of how they got to where they're at. Okay. Do you do you foresee any obstacles regarding the culture that they might push back and say, this isn't how we do things like we don't want it to look like, like like would it help if you got other maybe european companies that have that have done it yeah that's probably that's actually probably a really great idea because yes i know there's going to be resistance to um a lot of it just because of how our ceo is and i i know that he will 
So at, at the end of the day, part of what rolls into this is elevating his presence on social, on speaking engagements, on all of that. That's what I was exposed to. Okay. And so it is helping to bring that to life. And he does not like to do that at all. Okay. It's hard. It's hard for him. It's the modesty side of it. Okay. The The first thing that came to me is, is maybe I wonder if what makes him uncomfortable about it is that if, cause he, he, and, or maybe they, I mean, like as a country slash culture, look at it as putting themselves in the spotlight and that's not, um, but that's not really what it is. Like it's, it's yes. And it's for, and that's where mm-hmm. the benefits and um, yeah. needs and benefits comes in. Yep. It's like, well, you're actually being of service. Mm-hmm. And you you're have to service, you know, you, you, it's like, it was very easy when you didn't have social media. It was very easy when you didn't have the TikToks and the Instagrams and the LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is huge. And he, I mean, we're just now getting him to the point where he will put something out twice a year. It's like, dude, you're the CEO. Come on now. Even if you let us all write it. Yeah. Like throw it under your profile, let people like it, share it. You don't even have to go look. It is, it's not. And it's, it's even the, our group leading manager out of Ireland, she doesn't do it either. I mean, we just got her to do at least three a year. Okay. And she's a female. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's, you know, like I said, it's going to take baby steps in this whole thing, this okay. whole thing. Are you feeling any kind of wobbles or, you know, foreseeable missteps because you have to be really patient? I think for me personally, if it's really patient, if I start to get a lot of pushback or I get a lot of, or I don't get it in the timely manner that I think I should, it's just, it's going to be time to leave. Like it's time for me to look to do this elsewhere. That's, that's the wobble right there. Okay. That's. And how, how good do you feel that you would actually do that? I don't know. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I think that, I think that's, that's my roadblock. I'm so comfortable here that if I let them or let them not do it or let them, how, how do I, cause now I've got to put myself out without any experience, without any education, without anything out into the world somehow and get mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Well, what if that could be part of your negotiation? And you say, mm-hmm. all right, I, I understand this is going to take time. And here's the plan that I've laid out. I would like this to be executed by this, this to be executed by this time. And if it, it's a little bit of an ultimatum, you know, and if, and if it's not, I'm going to be left with no other choice, but to look elsewhere. I really don't want to do that. I would rather, you know, be loyal to this company. However, that's actually a good idea. Cause like I said, I work well with, I'm really great with bullet points and lists. So that's like, that is, I could do that. That and I at could the end do. of the day, it's just, you're just being honest with them. Yeah. I could do that. That okay. would work. I feel like I got my, the plan. I got it. Okay. So part of negotiation is timeline. This is the timeline. I have to mm-hmm. put the timeline in place. Mm-hmm. Or she'll look elsewhere and that you communicate that to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially, especially because if I do this, like it's... It, the other 
fold of this, the other, the other part of this is while I'm doing this and trying to work towards this, I'm also reorganizing my entire team and my entire role. So I've got two things going at the same time. So the timeline is actually really important because it's also going to affect seven other people. Okay. And I do, I want to make sure that I leave my team in a really good place. Yeah. If this were to happen. Okay. Excellent. So timeline's important now that I actually think about it. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad that's on your list of things to do. We have a few more minutes. Like, how are you feeling? Or is there anything else you want to make sure that we chat about? Like a little excited now. I feel like I just needed, you know, even 50 minutes to like clear my brain and just like kind of like answer or ask questions. I think, I think it is helping me. Like, I know what I want to do. I know that I want to do this. It's just, like I said, sometimes that kick in the tail and, and like opening the mind helps me. It, it, it helps me to talk to somebody, especially somebody that's not associated with me whatsoever. Right. I'm not but attached. I'm <laughs> but, but I'm comfortable with, <laughs> you know, so, so I think, no, I think this is, I think this is great. I think this is really, really what I, I needed going into like the next week as I prep. Good. Perfect timing. I'm so glad. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited what, for you. I'm I'm sitting here feeling, feeling good. Yeah, I'm so glad. Is there anything else that you need to say or ask to feel complete? I just think, thank you. I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing is thank you. You have like really, I think opened up the, the swept the leaves off the pathway here. So I just, I think, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. My pleasure. It just was a treat to get to catch up with you and and to be able to guide you in this. And I'm really excited for you. Like I, you know, I, obviously I don't know the company and all the things, but it, you strike me as someone who really is confident enough to make it happen. And then if it doesn't, it's going to be scary as shit, but you'll find it. You'll find it because this is truly your path. That'll be a whole other sessions, girl. That will be a whole other session. You'll be back and I'll be here to help you. I'll be here to catch you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that and that you saw some of yourself in that. And I did not want to walk away from this episode without reading you the update that Amy has. What I did pull out from that episode is the sort of logistics that we talked about regarding when she was going to let me know that she had implemented and taken action on all of the things that we talked about. That's what I do with my clients. They come up with a timeline. I might help them if they need help on that. And then they tell me how they're going to contact me. It's the quintessential coaching question of when will you do it and how will I know? It depends on the client. Sometimes they like to text me, email. Sometimes they don't like to tell me until we can debrief at the at our next session. They like to say it out loud and discuss it with me. I also use a voice messaging app for that as well if the client wants that. But I want to read you what Amy said. She says, my meeting with my leader went well. Did I get what I asked for or wanted? Not exactly, but I did make progress. I was firm in what I needed and she listened and said she would help support me as best she could. The scope of the role I want is something they plan to implement, but what they plan to do is make sure I am key contact for our communication teams and our international teams when they have US-based needs. That is a start and will actually give me visibility and access to the various duties I think I want to do and will help me make up my mind if I want to do that here or somewhere else. What I realized is that by being open and authentic about what I need and want opens up the door for conversation. A good ending that came out of it was chatting over my well-being goal and objective I had. 
that goal is being fully supported and promoted for myself and my team, which is a huge win for me. I am not good at taking care of myself and by being open on what I now need and having them fully support that allows me time to focus on a number of personal adventures I want to participate in. In the end, a good outcome with more to come. And that was her update. I I just want to really underscore that this really sort of points to, in my book, Make Some Noise, I believe it's chapter three or four, the chapter is called Ask for Everything You Want. And that's really much of what this was about, about her asking for yes, what she wanted, and even more. Like she said, it opens up the door for conversation. I think that as women, we're so used to probably asking for the bare minimum, just settling for crumbs, that it feels like a gigantic leap. It feels greedy. And then we're asking for way too much. We're inconveniencing people. They're going to be annoyed with us. They're going to label us as difficult or divas. So that's the conversation. If that if that's you, that's a conversation to have with yourself. Remember, in that book, I asked the question, what is your conditioning versus what is your truth? Maybe it's something for you to think about. But again, going back to what she said, it opened up the door for a conversation and and so much more too. You know, and, and this is also flexing the muscle of asking. This is the muscle of of negotiating. This is the muscle of having hard conversations and and really looking at your own well-being and self-care. So bravo, Amy. I'm so incredibly proud of you for doing the work, bringing this topic to a session with me. And because you know, I'm going to push, I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone. I'm going to push the boundaries and we're going to unpack it together. This is not just about throwing you in the deep end without any support and just saying, good luck with that. Hope you swim and don't drown. No, (laughs) it's about us making a plan for you learning how to swim in it. Is it going to be messy? Probably. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Most definitely. But you wouldn't have brought the topic if it wasn't big and scary and important. Anyway. If you want to look into coaching with me, andreaowen.com slash coaching, or just shortcut it, andreaowen.com slash apply. And remember everyone, it is our life's journey to make ourselves better humans and our life's responsibility to make the world a better place. Bye for now. Hey everyone, thanks again so much for listening. I am currently filling up my schedule for speaking gigs for fall 2023 and winter. So if you are somebody that works for a company or owns a company where you do events, you do sales kickoffs, things like that, and you need an amazing keynote speaker, I might be your girl. So if you head on over to andreaohen.com slash speaking, you can see more of my topics and my speaking reel. And also there's a contact page there. Even if you think that, oh, I can't afford somebody as amazing and as famous as Andrea Owen. Fill it out anyway. Let's hop on the phone. We may be able to work something out. If it is a perfect fit, I am more than happy to negotiate something that works for everyone. So andreaowen.com slash speaking. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. 
don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.